This is Secrets to Win Big, your roadmap to sustained growth. Brought to you by Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango, brand whisperer, top brand growth driver, and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. Find him at zenmango.com. And now, here's your host, Arjun Sen. Welcome to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen. This is Arjun, and it's a pleasure to welcome you to this episode. In Secrets to Win Big, it's truly an honor and a pleasure of mine to bring to you secrets from leaders from all walks of life, from all over the world. What I've realized is we are all different, and that's the reason getting these different inputs from different speakers and different leaders are very important. And now, I love to win, but I've always found that winning big puts us on a roadmap for sustained long-term win, where the second and the third win become so much easier. So in that spirit, today, my huge pleasure is to introduce to you to a super talented couple, both with big hearts, and both are incredible, incredibly successful in their professional life. Juju Christopher, a spiritual mentor, best-selling author, transformational speaker, one of the world-renowned experts on business intuition, aka BizTuition. She is the CEO and creator of BizTuition, and I really want to understand more about this because talking to quite a few professionals, she is really changing the world, one professional, one entrepreneur at a time, by helping, helping them develop their own innate skills. This individual path for individuals. A regular contributor to entrepreneur Thrive Global, and other media outlets. Iraq Christopher. Iraq, the founder and CEO of BizFamous Media Group, a company designed to promote large brands and enterprises, a successful entrepreneur and innovation in, innovative investor and respected business advisor for new, nearly two, year, two decades. And the word I would really emphasize is the word respected because a lot of people are successful but post-success, the aftertaste that you leave as your personality is what respect is. And that is one thing that Iraq has earned through his success that puts him on a category of one of one. He has been featured expert on Entrepreneur Magazine. He contributes to business, Thrive Global, Huffington Post, social media, social news news, and tons of other major outlets. And it's truly a pleasure to welcome you, Juju and Iraq. Thank you. Pleasure's ours. <laughs> <laughs> We're so excited. We're so blessed. We're so honored. We're so happy to be here with you, Arjun. Bonjour and namaste to everyone who is listening to this. And I, one of my strong core foundation is to know that the best gift we can give someone is our own divine presence. And that's what you do, Arjun. And I'm so thrilled to have this moment with you that we can three of us share as this three rendezvous, you know, it's so much fun. So thank you. Absolutely. And so that just inspires me even more, Juju. And, you know, first of all, I just want to start in the professional side. Then I want to go a little bit into what makes Juju and Iraq click and evolve. So let's start with the business success. You know, this is a question for both of you, and I'll start with you, Juju, is what, how do you measure business success? What's your success to be successful in the business world? Only one word to me is success is love, and that's all there is to it. In my own experience, life experience, direct experience here in my lifetime, in this reality, that's how I express success, when I speak about success, whether it is success to help others to understand that it is about them loving themselves first to have success. It's like the spin of wheels never ending, you know, and it's always go back to that core foundation of who are we? And if we don't have that core truth about ourselves, who we are as loving, caring, compassionate by nature, mm -hmm it's very difficult to embark the journey as an entrepreneur because we would basically uh, defeat its own purpose, helping others 
but not knowing who we are. There is no, you know, there is no seed of truth. And so success to me, the core of it is love. Love that. So you know, that's very tough to beat. What's your definition? Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to follow up with that. Like, <laughs> um, but to put it in a kind of a different context, I mean, obviously success is going to be personal for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to have a different definition. Uh, for me, you know, one of the core values that I always strive for is freedom. And, you know, us being here in the United States, you know, we're blessed that we have a tremendous amount of freedom to be able to do the things that we want, the, the low cost to be able to become an entrepreneur, um, the ability to be able to make things happen. And so, you know, I'm grateful in terms of the success. And one of the things I define success is, is that both my wife and I have basically been able to be full-time parents for the two decades. And so our daughters, you know, who are 10 and 15 years old, don't know what it's like to be in the daycare. No disrespect. I mean, some people, they don't have as many options. They don't have that same freedom. And that's a part of what's an overarching uh, directive when we work, or at least what I know, when I work with companies that I advise and help with, the, you know, investment capital and things of that nature, it, it's not the dollar amount that's in the bank account. It's, it's how much time do you have? And that's really kind of the difference between being rich and wealthy is, is how much time do you have invest in your family, in your friends, in the things that ultimately matter to you? I love that. And, you know, two micro thoughts come to my mind. Juju, when you were talking about love yourself, again, you talked at a deeper level. I'm going much more superficial. I was fortunate to play a round of golf with Tiger Woods, and I sank a putt from nearly 80 feet. I think actually it was 70, but it became, you know, increased just like the fish. But my first reaction, the moment the putt went in, I looked at everybody. I said, oh, that was luck. So Mr. Woods takes me aside and said, you know, Arjun, when will you stop being cruel to yourself? He said, if I told you after that moment it was luck, it would have hurt you. And he said, you probably can't to appreciate that you are on the golf course, all of us are playing and you made and you deserved it. The next one may not fall, but at least at this moment you made the part. And that was such an th important thing is many a time that happens as we start going through. And Iraq, you know, you talked about being a full-time parent. You know, to me, you know, in my early career, I was literally putting time in just to move my career ahead. I just didn't go and know my daughter. And the thing I learned is the wealth that each one of us have, three of us is 24 hours in a day. The moment we, it's like a portfolio. The moment we want to spend time somewhere, you have to take it from somewhere. And that was one of my big ahas in that journey. And I really appreciate both of you talking about this. And it really makes me nostalgic. Okay. So Iraq, you, it took me right there. And my next question is, what is, you know, elaborate a little bit on success in life. Like you talked about making money rich versus being wealthy, having that wealth. So what is wealth? What is life success? How do you define it, please? I think a lot of it is, and this is going to lead into what Julie's probably going, Juju's going to talk about here in a little bit, is, is really knowing who you are and living your truth. Um, and I think one of the things that people neglect um, with themselves is that, that sometimes we talk about the importance of serving others and making sure that you know, we're solving their problems and doing the things that we need to do to help others. But a lot of times I think people experience frustration in life because they don't really identify you know, their own personal mission, their own personal vision, their own personal values and creating that alignment. And so if you, again, you don't really know who you are and you don't know even really the, the benchmarks by which you're playing, um, it becomes difficult to win big, right? You know, in, in, in a, either a personal or a business level. And then the other thing that, that just kind of you know, came into my consciousness was, is try not to be your own worst critic goes back to Juju talking about love is, you know, that you get to establish the rules of your life. You get to define what success means to you. You get to define the people that you want to surround yourself with. And so, you know, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to be able to learn from them. And, and if you don't hit certain benchmarks, it just means that, hey, that there might be something better waiting for you around the corner. But at the end of the day, it's all about you living your truth and knowing who you are 
And when you do that, you'll attract the other people around you in your personal life and establish better relationships because the, they'll be naturally attracted to that without even necessarily knowing why. Hmm. Lily, what would you add to that? What can I add to that? There is, and, and, and of course, I always go deeper because as in our nature, we're, we're, um, we're human being, but there's much more to who we are. You know, we're multidimensional. There's no limit. You know, if you're listening to our Gene's podcast about how to win big or, you know, how to grow from this challenge and move from this challenge to success, or if you have an obstacle in your life, you've got to trust the process. You've got to trust that challenges are not coming to you. They're not done maliciously. The universe is not saying, oh, I'm going to throw some, <laughs> some big you know, obstacle, suffering, trauma on that person. The universe is saying what? I'm going to gift you with this challenge because it's done for you. It's not done to you. So there is a vision that we need to, maybe a, a vision that perhaps we even have to change our vision to concentrate on life, the process of to trust that, to trust life itself, to surrender. I don't mean to give up because surrendering is a power force of life. When we surrender, we attract the things that are matching our abundant self you know what i'm saying so that's all i can add is like we in order to really be successful there is a balance in the surrendering and a trusting trust that it is happening for you not to you mm-hmm. so here's a follow-up i think you know iraq you talked about living your truth knowing yourself you know, in a day-to-day life, I don't see too many people driving their car without knowing where they're going. Anybody, if you and I, if any one of us, we were cops, we pulled somebody and asked one question, where you're going, everybody knows where they're going. But how come in life, so many of us are on a day-to-day routine of micro wins without a journey? Like, how, what's the common advice you have? Like, how are we missing this, most of us? Well... It leads me to something that, you know, like we help companies raise capital. It's one of the things that we do. And everybody talks about having a business plan. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite quotes is by, you know, a famous boxer by the name of Mike Tyson, who says, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face. And so I think that a lot of it is, is that, that one, either people don't have a plan mm-hmm. or two, they get so fixated on the plan that they don't have an alternative way of getting there. And so when I, when, it, when I come to business and even in life, I don't like to talk about plans because I don't know of any CEO that I've ever, ever chatted with that said, this was the original plan from the beginning <laughs> on the napkin and it led to that unicorn exit. Mm-hmm. And so I like talking about paths because there's a lot of mountains and a lot of summits, but there's many different ways that you can get to the top of whatever you think that summit for you is. And so the focus is, is number one is defining the, de- the destination of knowing where you ultimately want to be, but also to Juju's point of being able to surrender or be able to pivot and be able to establish a different path to get where you want to go without completely losing focus is going to be one of those keys. And so that's one of those things of being able to say, hey, this is where ultimately I know I want to go. And it's okay if you don't know where you want to go but at least go in the direction that you know you want to head. And a lot of times that, that will take you and lead you to a path and you're like, wow, I didn't realize this is gonna be the case because very few people go in and do something for 30 years now. Of that, right? of that concept of trust. You know, when I came to this country as a graduate student, there were a lot of problems with my documents to the point where I literally had $350 left. So I, Message, you know, my grandma, message means those days later. Okay. <laughs> my grandma, I called her my G. She's the force in my life. I always, even though she's not here on the planet, always there. She sent me this most amazing letter. 
the first page got me excited. She said, you know, I can help you in every possible way. If need be, I'll sell my house, do this, 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 this. I'm like, okay, grandma to the rescue. The next page of the letter was, but I will not. Because she said, God is never cruel. If you did not know how to swim, God would never throw you into the water, which means this challenge has come to you because you have earned this and you will get through it. She also explained by saying, God knows how to, you know how to swim, but if you don't move your hands and stay, you know, paralyzed in that process, nothing will happen. So I really think that it's so incredible that both of you are connecting me back to my amazing, amazing memories. Mm. And in a much more trivial way, my nephew, when he was nine, explained to me when I, you know, we were talking about challenge and he just wanted to join. He said, challenge is when you get promoted in a video game to that new level, which nobody else has ever played. And seeing his excitement that I'm luckier to have a bigger challenge is really priceless. So thank you for taking me down memory lane. So Julio, I want to understand more about this tuition. Like it is such a fascinating concept. Tell me more about it. And what are you know, common business intuitions that most brands need? So the first uh, question, so let's go to what biz tuition is and what really sparked it. How did I come up with this? Or, you know, what was the big idea? And it goes back to actually childhood. So you, thank you for telling me that your story because you shared that and it brought me to the, the truth of that seed of this tuition, which as a child, by the age of three, I already had the um, uh, message of what it feels like to be connected to the universal oneness, which mm -hmm. is the law of the universe. Mm -hmm. And I don't need to understand why I was born with this gift. It's not for me to understand, but it's for me to embrace so I can help others, okay? So my first part of my life was at the age of five, I put my hand on my grandmother and I healed her. Mm -hmm. I didn't know why, didn't understand. I grew up very bizarre, very weird child. I was like the mystical child that I was just in my room meditating for hours, playing music for hours, and I was creating a reality. But things were coming to me. Hmm. Things, messages, reality of the future. So all my life, I wrap myself up into this um, mastering my intuition and it unlocked more and more and more to the point that I didn't have to seek my purpose because when I was little, I already knew what I'm supposed to do, which is a very powerful gift to know your purpose, to know why you're here, okay? So naturally, as I grew up, I grew up as an entertainer, musician, and, you know, I tour and why not. Music was a big part of this awakening process for me. So long story, make it short. People used to come to me. We, we don't know why we're sitting by you, but we, somehow we feel like you have the answer of our problems. That happens since then a million times. When I became an adult in the... Uh, business world and why not people came to me say I know you have the answer we don't know how you do it but you're the one who's going to get us the answer mm -hmm. or you're going to help us so this tuition really was born out of the need that all the people seeked of so mm -hmm. I didn't even have to work hard at it I would just have to listen to what people really were telling me so that's a hand, if you're watching this, it's a hand, listen. Mm -hmm. I didn't force it. People came coming, they wanted to hear more. And then naturally in the process, biz tuition, business intuition came along. It was just a natural flow, a natural flow, a natural flow. I trusted the process. And when I put it out in this reality, it just became its own 
experience, its own magic. It's and it infused with a lot of teachings around it, and and uh, really helping people to uncover the part of themselves, which is a muscle. Mm-hmm. Intuition is a muscle. I'm going to get to your next question that needs to be worked on just right. like at the gym. Otherwise we are trophy that muscle and we can't use it. But again, finishing to this, this is the thing. Intuition in business and life, but let's say in business is the most powerful survival skill that you can equip yourself with. Mm-hmm. It's very powerful as you know it. And so my job is to align entrepreneurs, executive people with their innate gift that they're born with. I just have to help them extract that and de- develop it. So eventually they don't need me. They can just empower themselves with this, you know, and make their own decision in business. And so for brand per- perspective in business, I would say that intuition is the most efficient tool to make a decision. Yeah, I, I, I want to add just a little bit of what, what brands are missing is that we're, we live in such a, a technology age and we have, you know, all the sensors and, and something that Juju talks about is something called the infobesity epidemic. Mm-hmm and the overwhelm of information, right? There's all these tools and the analytics and the data. And I think that we've kind of steered away from listening to our intuition, right? That inner guide. And, you know, and we rely too much on external sources because again, you know, like Juju says, like technology doesn't know your truth. And so do you ignore data? Do you just make blind decisions without leveraging that? No, but I think it's critical that too many people in today's age are relying over reliant on the data to make a decision as opposed to being able to intuit themselves. And I would, and I would suspect every high level entrepreneur from Oprah, Mark Cuban, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Mm -hmm. you know, have all flown in the face of what the data showed Mm -hmm. and just innately knew what their truth was and where, where that was supposed to take them. Mm Yeah, and to me, I think, you know, there are two things. First of all, you do it really fascinating. I'm fascinated that you shared your origin story. And what was so cool about is how you were comfortable and trusted it from a childhood. Because to me, I think, as I'm listening to you, of course, you are in an amazing position where people think and know that you have the answers, but you are transferring trust you are empowering me to run my life and you are just a cheerleader waving at me. Like I can run on my own the best ever because you transferred me to that. And that I think is so huge. And, and to me, I think on the business side, Europe, we just face that so many times, like super CMOs feel or CEOs that if numbers guide them on a decision, if it doesn't work, they can say, those goofy numbers told me so. So to me, I really think at the end, a win or a, you know, not a win is a loss. It's all about that intuition as you start going through. So you know, taking it to your side of the business as a business advisor and a successful entrepreneur, what is one thing, you know, if you had the world's biggest megaphone and every entrepreneur would listen to you for 30 seconds, What's one thing every entrepreneur must know as they start their journey? As they start their journey? Uh Well, one is, is I'm a big proponent of understanding the rules of the game, right? You know, I think a lot of people go into, they come up with an idea, they come up with a concept, and it's, and a lot of people think that, hey, if I build it, they will come. And they overlook and then they get very tactical as opposed to being very strategic and they focus on the short term and the long term. And we live in a media society. Yes. My company's called this famous media group, mm-hmm. but we champion these like amazing epiphany moments in business, right? Like Rocky wins the fight and it's like this exhilarating <laughs> emotion. And you know, you, you see somebody champion in, in achieving their goal. 
And at the end of the day, like that's not really real life experience. We go through a lot of ups and downs and sometimes we get to that pinnacle and we don't have that same kind of climatic emotion. And so, you know, make sure that one, you celebrate the little victories along the way. Like when you sunk that putt, Mm -hmm. right, hopefully you took a moment to really kind of internally celebrate it and try to make that a program that you can relive in the future. Because a lot of times when you, when when you face the adversity, we like internalize it. We talk about the mistakes that we made, but we really don't memorialize the celebrations and our victories, whether they're, they're small or they're big. Mm -hmm. And so to me is focus on the long game, focus on investing in relationship equity. One of my favorite sayings is relationship currency or relationship capital is the ultimate currency, mm. right? If, if again, if you can invest in long-term relationships and focus on how you're going to get there and not focus on, hey, I was the next unicorn and I made a billion dollars in five years. Well, what if it takes you six? Mm-hmm. What if it takes you 10? What if it takes you 15 years for the big win? Because remember, you're the judge, you're the jury, you get to make the rules of your own game. And that's, again, you know, if you say, hey, I have to compare myself to everybody else, mm-hmm. you'll never live up to that because that's not who you were supposed to be in the first place. Mm-hmm. And that's something, you know, I see that on the speaking world is all of us have messages. Too many of us want to be Juju or Iraq. There's nothing wrong about, but the world doesn't need another juju. We just need, we are blessed to have a juju and an Iraq. We need Arjun. So I really think that that is the trap of being yourself. And on rules of the game, again, sorry, Iraq, I don't know why you're taking me to my golf memory. He's <laughs> <laughs> another top golfer. I was met him for the first time and I was supposed to babysit him for a client. On the first hole, he tells me, why do you play golf? I, you know, and this is like two people who don't know each other. I just did, I, I had no answer. He, I said, pick up your tee. You're not hitting a ball till you know why you play golf. He said, golf is sacred. So it took me six holes. And finally I said, I play golf. And by that time I was getting frustrated, but I really wanted to play the game. Like I wanted to see what happens. So finally I said, I play golf. So I get connected to amazing people I would have never met with. Mm. Appreciate how lucky we are from like the odds of you and I meeting on a golf course is nearly zero. And he said, Arjun, that's the answer. Mm. Of course, after that, he got me $500 of golf credit, blah, blah, blah. He said, I'm sorry to be rude, but I had to teach you the lesson. And that was such an amazing was, and that's the part what I learned was on a golf course, so many people behave poorly, swear, throw golf clubs because they don't know the rules. Right. So do you, what do you want to add to what Iraq talked about, know the rules, and what's your advice for entrepreneurs? From my direct knowledge experience, which is the true knowledge is life experience as we know it, not in the books, you know, not in all these things and different institution, lifestyle, uh, learning, intellectually learning, but true knowledge, direct knowledge. So my direct knowledge is things shifted for me when I've when into why and thank you because you actually took the word out of my mouth it's if you out there getting started sit down in quietude meditate on why not the how to's Mm -hmm. because the how to's you can learn later you're gonna mess it up anyway and that's what life is all about you mess it up you find out along the way but if you don't know why, don't do it at all. Mm. Because you're going to lose your time. You're going to lose your money. You're just going to go about trying to be an autopilot, on autopilot, going from one point A to the one point B, chasing your tail. Mm-hmm. Know why. Know why. Know why you're here and don't have any expectation about the result. Have a goal, but don't limit yourself in grabbing an expectation, thinking, oh, I'm gonna be you know, the world famous speaker or blah, blah, blah. Know why and be present. Number three, cut yourself off from the people around you with negative 
belief systems. That's what I had to do. I was by myself, but I'd rather be by myself than surrounded by broke mind people. And that was a difficult time because I had dissociated myself from my own blood family. Okay. That takes a lot of confidence in yourself and commitment. Correct. So now taking this to a fun level, <laughs> of you just won an award equivalent of let's say Oscar or Emmys. Okay? So you're, you're giving your acceptance speech and in that speech you're talking about one advice Juju gave you without which you would not be there holding that trophy like this. Okay? What is that one thing from Juju that makes you win that Oscar or Emmy in your world? And Juju, I'm coming to you next too on this. You get extra time. Well, you know, I just really want to thank all the little people that... <laughs> <laughs> um, so the advice I would say is to simplify, to amplify. Um, again, you know, we live in a world where there's a lot of different things that can distract us. You know, I have a tendency to be like, oh, hey, I'm going to innovate and, and bring different ecosystems together. And sometimes that pays huge dividends, but sometimes it overcomplicates things. And so, you know, I would say that really trying to focus on simplicity. And the other thing I would say is, is, is investing in just, again, with great people and great relationships. And you'll find the right people will surround you in terms of being able to help you kind of get to that trophy. And then the other thing is it's never about any one person ever lifting and hoisting a trophy. I mean, we kind of in a mistaken way, iconicize like Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates and, you know, these like, you know, these celebrities and the power of influence and I'm not distracting from their contribution. Um, but it took a team of people and it was someone else who made an introduction. It was someone else mm -hmm. that did something to execute that person's vision. And so it's never a singular award, you know, in the world of business, it's a team sport. Awesome. No. And now the award goes to Juju Christopher. <laughs> okay. Um, was it an advice that I was supposed to give you? No, one advice from Iraq that made you very successful. One advice from you. Okay. Yes. One advice that was a challenge for me was to receive someone, receive, to be the ability to receive because is the thing that for me, I would not do and be who I am if it wasn't for him, because he gave me the gift of saying what? You had all these challenges, you had all this trauma, be able to receive from me, because I was very, very stubborn. I am still very stubborn, but I'm very, I was very stubborn then to, I was not able to be open mm -hmm. to someone else's suggestion. I was not able to be open, say, well, I, I have the knowing I know everything, which mostly that's just one of my gifts, right? But he said, what? Take, uh, you know, receive. The ability to receive mm -hmm. is very, very challenging for a lot of people. It's easy to give, right? But it's not easy for a lot, a lot of us entrepreneurs with driven purpose to be able to receive. And he taught me that. Wow. And I'm also glad that you're still stubborn because to me, many a time, you know, we use the word and we spin the word. Okay? On the other side, if we talked about you believed and committed, it's the same thing. Okay. And I think, you know, there's a balance of opening the window and getting it and receiving. But to me, I just find in the business world that the same attribute can be used because, you know, listening to how you have evolved and contributed, if that's what it takes to be stubborn, I'm so glad and fortunate you have been stubborn. Okay. <laughs> so. 
So you are listening to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen. And today, my VIP guests are Dudu and Ira Christopher. Really fascinating conversation. A super talented couple with amazingly big hearts and always trying to make the world better around them for individuals and entrepreneur, entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And both have been amazingly successful in their own fields and life together. So in this last section, this is a rapid questions with three to seven word answers. And this time, again, we'll start with you, Juju, because, you know. Ladies first. <laughs> I just, you know, that's an easy way. I thought, you know, anywhere the wisdom is flowing more from, I would rather go there. <laughs> Sorry, let's have to have a little fun. Okay. So go beyond your core area of expert expertise. What's your advice to anyone in any walk of life to be a successful leader of people? To be a successful leader for other people is the magic is in listening to other people. Love that. Iraq? And I would say that being a leader is, and this is probably less glamorous than what she said but eating your own dog food, mm -hmm. right? So you lead by example. You know, I remember growing up to, you know, that my dad said, don't do as I say, or sorry, don't do as I do, do as I say, mm -hmm. right? And I, that never made sense to me even as a child. So lead by example. Um, don't ask people to do things you're not willing to do for yourself. Yeah, to me, you know, talking about Papa John's, I spent a lot of years there with all the controversies, you know, we are all human. There's one thing I cannot ever take away from John Schnatter, his desire and love to make pizza. If he was in this podcast and we were doing it live in a restaurant, by now he would have known what our favorite toppings are. And as he's talking, he would have made pizza because he could never not put his hand on the door. Like that's, and, and team members at every level loved it. They loved it. Okay. He's actually in our kitchen right now, cooking, baking a pizza. Hi. Awesome. <laughs> so he got promoted, I guess. Awesome. So, so how do you define a big win? Do do? Big win? Yeah. The victory moment? The, the victory moment is when you have alignment with life and business, integrated with one another, and it really is uh, this connection where it's just flow. It's this passion that integrates itself with the relationship in your life, and your business and there's no separation that you feel that there is no separation is one with one and the other business and life is not separated that's to me the big win that you feel that when you have a, uh, you know you get a book and it's out and it's like you're getting that trophy and you realize that it's a self-realization win it's all of it together and that's ultimate authenticity like you being that one person Always love that. Iraq? Well, I'm going to give two because you know, I have to always try to keep up with my wife, with Juju. <laughs> so one thing is, is um, the big win is when something hits you smack in the face, like Mike, Ch Mike Tyson punches you in the face, mm -hmm. you get knocked down. And the big win is that you have the courage to get back up mm -hmm. and continue the fight. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times people continue to try to avoid the conflict, avoid the challenge, avoid the, the pain. Mm -hmm. And instead of just having the, the courage to get up and, and take one more step. So mm -hmm. that is, you know, theoretically all of us want to do that. Okay. But the reality is when you get feel that punch from Tyson, 99% of us would feel that it's easier to fake your down. So what is that spirit that gets us up when you get hit with that punch from Tyson? What gets you up? That something bigger than yourself inspires you to do that, mm -hmm. right? And, and again, it goes back to the why, you know, what's the thing that, because it's easy to quit every day. It's easy to, to stop. It's hard to continue forward. It's, it's hard to take the next step. Uh, and I think we also live in a society where it's tough to be vulnerable. Like, mm -hmm. like one thing that I think every entrepreneur should take away is figuring out how to find you know, peers in their group that they can trust and connect with 
that they can share experiences with because you can't, you know, as a leader, you can't really kind of complain. You can't be vulnerable. You kind of can't be weak. Got it. And so I think that that is something that is important that entrepreneurs need to do is to find support systems. It's one of the reasons why Juju does her transformational retreats because they know that they can come and visit with her and collaborate with her and confide in her knowing that it's going to be confident, but it's also going to give them an equipment with the skill set of, Hey, here's the Mike Tyson punch. Here's the vision of where you're trying to go. Let, let's reconnect with that so that you have that courage to, to, to take another hit. Mm-hmm. Love that. So, Iraq, this time I'll start with you is most leaders completely rule out some obstacles in their mind. You know, top athletes literally remove the word no from a dictionary. What's the word not in your dictionary? Was that for me or for her? Yeah, for you. Uh, the H word. So there's a four letter H word, and that's something we actually refer in our house. And we consider it just as a negative word as any other traditional curse four letter word. Um, because ultimately it's a reflection of, of you giving power to something that ultimately causes harm to yourself. So that's the word, the H word, the four letter H word. Thank you. The one word that I would take out would be thought. Why is it? Thoughts creates conditioning in the intellect mind. And as we collect thoughts in our mind, we also have to be knowing again who we are because we are not our thoughts. Therefore, because we've been so conditioned to believe that we are our thoughts, Mm -hmm. we believe it so much that we become our thoughts. When we go beyond the thoughts programs, something reveals itself and it's liberation Mm -hmm. to do whatever it is that you want to do. Thoughts are a way, a very powerful way to be either very positive or very negative. Most people are negative, so we have to teach them the powerful mind process but also to go beyond it so they can liberate themselves to realize that they are not who they think they are. They are not their thoughts and they are not their body. So with all this amazing wisdom, both of you have, if you could go back and do time travel, Juju, you are meeting that young Juju teenager. What would be one advice you would give that kiddo? It would be it's all going to be okay. Love that. It's all going to be okay. You are taken care of. You are feeling supported. You are always loved and supported. You already are approved by the world. You don't need to work so hard and to be so tough on yourself you're going to be okay. Love that. You rock? Uh, I would say investing and not just investing from a traditional like financial perspective, which is obviously still important, mm-hmm. but consider every, whether, even if you don't own a business, you should consider your, your life as an investment. Cause this is, you know, where is it that you're trying to get to? Where's the ROI? Where's the ROT, the return on your time? Um, so I'm a big proponent of looking at things from how can I invest in myself? Um, I wish, I wish I would have made it a point to have invested in more relationships and had, having grown those relationships at a very young age. Um, and I also wish that I had invested more time in terms of just being financially educated, which is something that's sorely missing in our educational system. It's a different topic for a different interview. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but being able to invest in yourself, invest in your life, and invest in the relationships that matter to you. Love that. So to me, I think you know, success like yours doesn't come randomly. There has to be a process. 
is there a ritual from a work life, first thing you do, last thing before you are finishing your work day, that each one of you have, or you guys have the same thing that you're comfortable sharing? Either one. So something that I try to focus on every single day is that there's these moments where we transition from sleep into consciousness and then from consciousness into sleep, you know, when we wake up and go to sleep and really rehearsing the, the, the vision of what I want to have happen, the intention, mm -hmm. how I want things to be visualized in terms of how my day is going to go. Mm -hmm. Um, staying focused on the things that I want to have happen. And then how am I going to provide value into the relationships with the people that I'm going to be surrounding myself with that day? Um, including my wife, including my children, uh, and, and knowing that, hey, this is where we're going to go. So, the, so focusing on what I want to visualize and see happen in, those, in that moment of transitioning from the, from the unconscious sleep state, which we're still conscious, but into a more conscious awakened state, and then rehearsing that uh, when, when going to sleep. Juju, mm -hmm. anything to add? Yes, so this is how I ended my day. This is my ritual, because we're all musicians, we all have awesome. our instrument, which is ourselves. And so feeling connected to your inner self at the end of the day is to me critical because it's a, you know, it's a harmony healing within itself. It doesn't really need any expectation or explanation. with a, a flow with no thinking process mm -hmm. and so rather it is playing an instrument somebody might say hey I like to dance dance at the end of the day or do a closure of your day maybe meditation but something that connects you to your inner gift mm -hmm. you know and that's the big thing you I'm taking from you is you are connected as one person always you know, you are the same person, every question, everyone. And I really think that is such a big takeaway for all of us is life is easier if you are one person all the time. <laughs> Otherwise, putting different uniforms on or even looking at cheat sheet, okay, for this podcast, I need to be a little different. It's too complicated. So, so finally, this is the fun part. Okay. So Juju, if you could ask one question to Iraq, what would you ask him? It better be a tough question. No, anything you want. Are you going to be, I know it sounds silly, but that I'm an intuitive, so whatever comes, comes. Are you going to be, and you might not have the answer, but are you going to be here when I exit? I certainly hope so. <laughs> And Iraq? I don't even think I want to ask a question now. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really, really. Even though the law of nature is, we all will exist. I really hope and pray selfishly from all of us because of the goodness you are both giving each one of us that both of you have an incredibly blessed long life together. And again, it is a selfish request on all of us because we all need from both of you. Okay. So thank you, Juju Iraq. That was simply fascinating. You're listening to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun, and it was truly a pleasure of mine today to bring a conversation with Juju and Iraq. Very fascinating. 
totally unique points of view, but connected with a common thread in life as well in business, because I really think that everything, if I have to summarize a few big ahas from today, one is what Juju talked about is be the same consistent person all through that's there. You know, then also, you know, Iraq, you talked about, it's not about just having a plan, it's about path and know that there are different paths. And that is very important. Also talked about knowing the rules of the game. And if you do not know why, do not start at all. Because to me, it's a disaster. If you do not know why, then you talk, start taking random left turns and right turns, you don't go anywhere. Another big aha was simplify to amplify. That was really, really powerful. And, you know, at the end of the whole thing, you know, Juju, there were a few very incredible thoughts you had, which I really think will be very valid to me, and useful both in life and in business. You know, knowing your truth, live your truth, and look at when there's a challenge, it's the universe gift to me. And I really think that there was an amazing positivity that you shared in the conversation. And that's one of the things at the end also you talked about is the negative thoughts. You just whoosh them, keep them away. Again, this was truly a treat for all of us to listen to both of you. Again, thank you for listening. Happy listening. And again, thank you, Juju and Iraq. Thank you. Thank you thank so you, much. Arjun. We're so honored. You've been listening to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango, Brand Whisperer, top brand growth driver, and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. To learn more, visit www.zenmango.com. Share this podcast with your friends and subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.